man. White people, let's go, baby. Y'all on top once again. <laughs> Shout out to the privileged people who are fortunate enough to drop 25K and see this. Be a part of history. Forget all that. Imagine risking your life for the Chainsmokers. <laughs> the Chainsmokers. A group called the Chainsmokers. Can you imagine that conversation with, with the dad and talking to the family like, kids, I just got my PPP in and I got about 25000 to spend on a t- couple tickets. Let me tell you right now, not a damn person in that area had PPP for the That need. much? <laughs> they got it if they're like probably Trump's homie or something. But definitely That's nobody in the Hamptons signed up for PPP. Hey, yeah. well, I was supposed to say, he said, hence, you know, white privileged people. So, yeah, you know, right. they're going to find a way to get their money. That was probably cheap for them. They're like, oh, 25K for a parking spot? Yeah. And parking is included? Let me get two just in case I want seconds. <laughs> exactly. And then let me get out I of the car and, and catch a disease? <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. And everybody got closer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Mickey D's podcast. Episode 57. 57, baby. We are... How you guys feeling, man? I'm feeling good. You know what? Basketball's back. Baseball's man. back. It's starting to feel a little normal. A little weird, but a little yeah, normal. No, nah, not even close to normal. No? No. <laughs> no. At least we're getting a version of it. I'd rather have a version of it than nothing. Yeah, yeah no, we'll take yeah. the version for sure. But like, I mean, we're watching these guys run practice, you know, essentially. Well, why does the NBA just throw a crowd noise in the background like baseball? They do. They do. I can't hear it. They, people oh, zoom in. Yeah, no. yeah, people zoom in. If you oh. see the screen, you can see like people's faces. They They positioned it where... People who like zoom in or whatever, they have them sitting in chairs. So it makes it look like they're creating an optical illusion, wow. like there's a live audience. Wow. And then they obviously they're thrown in the feed of the crowd noise and cheering and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's there. So they, they try the to make same it corny songs that they play, you know, the score. Yeah, make it feel I do know I did notice that they do they allow the music to play longer than usual. Right. You know, when you're in the stadium, they only usually let it play like during timeouts or yeah. You know, fat whatever. Fast well, when the home team has the ball, they play music. Yeah, exactly they play it. But now, game. now, like I've like, noticed, like they letting songs ride, like whole songs are playing. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, they letting this play. That's They're dope. Probably, yeah. I, I thought that was dope for the, at least for the players. They probably cheer for both sides. Everybody gets a crowd. <laughs> yeah, feels more like maybe college neutral environment. But hey, at least yeah. we got it. Yeah, we yeah, got it's a nice little background noise while working on music or just washing the dishes or whatever. Dodgers yeah. baseball, huh? Yeah, nah. man. You know, um, it's nice to see that the boys back. Um, it's nice to see. Is the game over right now? I don't. Uh, did they play today? I don't yeah, they know. did play. Joseph, oh, they are just uh, Dodgers Houston. correspondent here. <laughs> yeah, baseball correspondent in attendance, full effect. That's right. Um, yeah, that's what the damn we, we, cheaters. We can we can get into all that later when when people if people ever make it that far into the podcast, they'll make it. Yeah, I have confidence. For sure, for They're sure. Just feeling good, but uh, just oh, in case did, you didn't know, they did sell seats at Dodger Stadium. To, to the cardboards. The cardboards. Is it 150 a pop or something? I don't know how much it is, but I know that if the ball hits your cardboard, you get to keep the ball. That's amazing. Oh, that's dope. So maybe it's kind of worth it. Any show face on the stream or yeah. broadcast. Yeah, that might be just for the hell of it. You just think they could get all, all of our three faces in one cardboard? Can we get like a Mickey D? Well, maybe they can. We can four faces, have them to seat us next to each other. All five and six. All five and six. Yeah, we'll take a whole row. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. chain smokers. Yep. Now, now, um, 
I wonder, did they they didn't say how much chain smokers got, right? Expl- explain the situation for our listeners. Yeah, so so for those that have been living under a rock, um, the chain smokers did a, a fundraising concert, and the opening DJ was a CEO of Goldman Sachs, and um, it was basically 25k a parking spot. So I guess load up the car with as many people as you can, go park and it witness this thing. And people eventually got out of the car and then it was caught on uh, a video that they were all, like it just became a concert of people bunched up together. They said it it was the manager's friends and family that were all hanging around each other. It wasn't like random Random people. people. Mm. So He's got a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, what was it like? I don't know. It was like fifty. Looked like fifty people. That were like, yeah, whatever. But large gatherings. But yeah, I mean, it's it's dumb. You you gotta when you're dealing with those group of people. Let's break it down in politics. When you're dealing with the privileged people, they they think they're invisible. They think they can't be touched. They think they're not going to be affected by what's going on. They're going to think I'm outside. Let's all huddle around each other. It's all good. But I that's it's just not smart. I mean, can you blame them when they're used to not getting reprimanded by their actions or anything like that? No, no, so, I can't. Yeah. That's that's their way of life. <laughs> exactly. That's the way of um, did they did they sell more for uh for like trucks or SUVs? It's a good question. I don't know. It seems like it was <laughs> the just marker, a spot. Right? SUV market. You know, like you go to a parking spot, it's like ten dollars for cars. You got SUV, it's fifteen. Yeah, because <laughs> what if you space? get behind some some uh, Napoleon complex dude who's got a, a Silverado lifted on fucking thirties, <laughs> and you, you can't see shit. This is the Hamptons, <laughs> not Pacoima. <laughs> Relax. And you can't see shit because this <laughs> asshole has a little boy Tonka trunk fucking. No man, park his shit. You know, in the ain't, back. No, ain't no minorities pulled up to that one. We would have came out yeah. with twenty people out of that truck, right, man? <laughs> All That's what I'm saying. Did they limit it to the amount of people you can have in your car? And I can shit? already see yeah. a Hollywood promoter being like, "Yo, twenty dollars a spot. Right. Bring Chain a fucking whole party tonight. bus in that bitch." Well, what happens if what what happens if um, you get Drake out there? You think? Drake can easily do 25k a spot. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, the chase smokers. Do you, do you think there'll be a mixed crowd? Because it, it seems like there was just a lot of white people in there. But do you think you'd be more of a? You think if Drake was out there, you think you yeah, get absolutely. Like, I don't know, just a whole range. Yeah, of people. absolutely. Just off a of clout, just to say you were there, people were gonna yeah. spend that racks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, what 50k for two people to come? I I'd that. imagine I you'd have drug dealers pull up in trucks. And you'd have a whole bottle service thing set up in the back of the bed, in the bed of the truck. Nah, that's the you can't do that. Just that's a, that's uh, saying yes to drinking and driving. They're not gonna do that. Well, doesn't matter. Doesn't mean the driver has to drive. Let's say we all pulled up. Joe, you're driving. Yo, for fifty we'll k, the they better send me a AAA guy to drive me home. <laughs> right. To pull me home. Yeah, chauffeur. No, no, no. I'll drive. We all, everyone, we all chill oh, in the you back. Do- oh, I got you. Yeah, we got the mixers. We got. What do you guys want to drink? Casamigos, what are we doing? Casa de Sol. Okay, okay. Hendo, if we're going to spend 50K. Hennessy. Yeah. I mean, Hennessy. Hennessy. I mean, 1942. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Shit, give me some... Um... I think 1942's out. What's the, what's the go-to after that? There what? is a drought in 1942. Yeah. Is there? There's a drought. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Damn. I need to go back to the liquor store and get another bottle mm-hmm. or two. If I know that. If you find right. it. But I'm saying that'd be a nice little setup for us and we watch Drake do his thing. From how we all pitching, we all pitching, we all doing that, putting our 50, credit 50K? cards in the tab. 50K to see Drake? No, let you swipe the 10K eat. each? I'm so good. Four. I'm good. good. <laughs> we need more than that. Did let us swipe the EDD card or no? Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Views. Put it on the Mac no. Park tab. <laughs> yeah, that's a good write-off for Put it on the Mac Park, park yeah. tab. Oh, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Man. Just say yeah. Just say yeah.
Um, so speaking of Drake, I don't know if you guys saw. Shout out to Shirley Jew. She uh, is a good friend of DJ City. Mm-hmm. She wrote up in uh, an article about what if Drake were to go independent. And um, because Steve Stout was on some panel, I believe, and him and Russ were going back and forth talking about the importance of being independent and you know how things can change. So basically the conversation was, what if Drake went independent? And they, to the extreme, said the whole record label would take a shit. I'm record label. The whole industry would take a dump because um, now I think it's a little extreme, but because artists will be able to see that it's possible to make it happen on your own, even though it's independent, it's been a bit continues to be a bigger thing, and it's probably been like that since the mid 2000s, maybe. But it seems like um, we'd have a whole different landscape. What do you guys think? I mean, it's 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 easy to say when you have a big artist like Drake. Drake can go independent tomorrow, and, and he's going to be fine. He's probably going to make more money than what he's making now. The but, Kanye's, the yeah, Drake's, the Chainsmokers. Absolutely, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like those, they've <laughs> already they're, they've already established themselves as artists. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it could be it's easier for them to be like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm going to go independent." Right. You know what I mean? As opposed to doing what someone like Russ did. And came up independent, you know what I mean? Or some of these, like, local guys who had sure. to build their own fan, fan base to a certain sense and trying to be like, fuck that, I'm going to collect all royalties as opposed to using someone to, you know, help create that fan base, you know, get that distribution deal and, you know, be able to get certain, their hands on certain ties that they wouldn't originally had on their own. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if Drake decided I'm going to go independent tomorrow... I think that would encourage a lot of these big name uh, artists to go independent, and that would definitely fuck up the the, la- the labels, you know, on the corporate side of it. Right. I believe that absolutely, one hundred percent. Mickey, what do you think? I mean, I think Russ has proven it. I, as long as your ego doesn't get affected by the numbers, because mm-hmm. that's really where you might take a hit, if you will, because your team isn't going to be as big. But like anything else in life, if you invest into it, like there's going to be a higher risk, obviously. Yeah. But higher risk, higher reward. Yeah. So. You got to pay for it. The benefit of having a label, I would assume, not that I'm an artist or I've been an artist or know what what the dealings with are with labels, mm-hmm. but is because they're, for the most part, you're going to get to do a lot of your shit on their dime and you're paying them back for that. And that's the benefit. You never have to go into your pocket. You could just spend your money and not have to worry about it and spend their money for your work, right? And so that's like, the benefit side of it as along with the team that comes with it right there's like the marketing team the the guys that are pushing into the stations the, the there's just team, so many different thing, yeah. like levels to it and i think that's where well drake has the capital to yeah. build that infrastructure yeah. yeah you know what i mean like not every artist has that though you know like yeah russ grinded it out and he i just continue to bring him up because he's probably one of the most like aligned examples of guys that like you don't understand really like why he sells out stadiums if you're just seeing it from the surface but if you really look and connect to what he's done and built and the type of connection he has with his crowd or demographic he's knocked it like out the park yeah 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 i think um it definitely comes down to what comes down to your relationships now now if i'm a rapper and you know it doesn't matter where i grew up or what i went through but if I, let's say I didn't go to school with some kids that were into marketing and just love the bat stuff um, that happened behind the scenes, 
Um, it, it, if I did know those kids, then I can say, hey, this is, I want to be a rapper. I want to do X, Y, and Z. You sound like you know what you're doing. Come up with me. Go to school. Do what you got to do. But, you know, stay in my corner. So when I blow up, I got you. As opposed to me putting out a hit single, then the labels reaching out to me. And, and then I got the labels, but the labels always don't have your best interests. I think it just depends on the artist. Um, I don't know how Russ came up. Um, we we know how Drake came up. We we know we probably all venture to say that if Drake didn't have Young Money or Cash Money, he'd be doing okay, right? He he he'd be doing all right because he had such a big buzz. I'm sure Wayne still would have co-signed and be like, "Yo, he didn't want to sign with us, but you got to fuck with this dude. There's there's talent there, you know." Well, that's what I was gonna say. That uh, think about it is Drake Drake without that co-sign. If he never signed, if he actually came up independent, is Drake Drake? Because as you use Russ as an example, do you, do any of y'all listen to Russ? Really. I mean, and and I'm not saying that to shit on him, yeah. But just realistically, without a label, you're not getting that global exposure. You're not reaching every demographic, and if you don't get a cosign, you're not gonna be seen by these different groups that aren't seeing you. So it hurts you to not be with the label. And even if Drake, like Rose said, you know, he leaves and does his own thing. Yeah, Drake can do that at this point in time. But if Drake came up on his own, straight from the ground like Nipsey, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Drake is that big. And is is Nipsey where he is without people still saying well, like, hey, we like what you're doing. Yeah. We see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, at some point in time, you're going to be involved. Oh. And I don't think... I don't know if there's a, a, a industry without the that side of it. You know what I mean? In some capacity. Yeah, I think I don't think it's fair to say that Russ is not global because Russ is big. We may not in this room listen to Russ, but from what I know of Russ and his 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 stardom, how big his stardom is, it's huge. Like, I people, mean, he's selling out Staples Center. Yeah, Even he's 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 structured, structured, Like that's, right. that's for someone. Yeah, for someone who came up as independent. He's big, like he's big time. You know well, what I'm saying? Let me ask you this: like, and you guys are involved with your own label. Like, what what does a split even look like um, with a major label? Do you know what that looks like? What do you mean, like the split for? Like, what percentages are you getting? What are you getting paid? Like, I mean, I mean it, that it, that 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 it all depends. <laughs> it, it all depends. Like, it, it could depends be, on the deal, right? It depends so then, on the deal. It depends on as an artist, what are you bringing to the table? And already, that's where you know hypothetically, where you can say like. You know, you said that it might hurt Russ not to be with the label, but the real the reality is like he probably only needs you know a quarter of the sales to do what he would do with the label mm. financially. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. as long as your ego doesn't get hurt when you're looking at okay, like if you're comparing Russ to Drake, mm. like there are different machines behind them. You know what I mean? And so, but also Drake's overhead is probably. 10, 20, oh, 30 sure. times higher than Russ's. Yeah, sure. absolutely. So if you're making half the it money, out. but yeah. you're spending up 10%, mm -hmm. then mathematically, you're going to do just fine. Mm -hmm. Same with like Nip, right? Like when he was selling his mixtapes and he was selling for $100 yeah. out the trunk. Going crazy. Like, yo, like it's different. It's a different math when you're keeping 100% of your profit mm -hmm. and that's going to your pocket. Yeah. yeah. It's quicker to get a million dollars. There's great videos of Ryan Leslie recently when he's doing interviews and explaining how he's making more money now doing his own thing and right. collecting phone numbers and texting people yeah. and like finding a way to just be able to 
keep more money in his pocket mm-hmm. versus splitting it up with other people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it correlates the same way when we talked about agencies and DJs. DJs doing their own thing and DJs going to an agency. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has pros and cons to each of them. You know what I mean? Huh? I look at agencies as DJs like, fuck it. I don't, I can't get to a certain point. I'm, I've reached the ceiling at whatever and I want to use this agency to expand a little bit more. Well, yeah, and, and we, we, we can get into that too because that definitely connects with our audience. But um, just looking it up, Artists will typically range from 13% to over 20% of a split. And when you're working with an indie label, it's like 50-50. Yeah, and that's, and that's through what? Through sales, merch, everything, like across the board? Um, like It didn't get into detail about didn't that. didn't get into detail, but it just that's the split on top of uh, a big payout. Yeah, you get your advance or whatever. Yeah, yeah on top of the advance, uh, album advances. And you control your expenses. Like labels, I mean, again... Don't know the experiences, but I've heard of so many things being thrown on your bill that yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, did you want this kind of water? Well, guess what? Like, even though it costs them $20 to get the case of water, they're charging you 50 <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You know, like, there's just no, there's no way for you to reconcile that stuff mm. if the big heads are in charge of it. Well, let, let's look at this example. Jack Harlow, who we'll definitely talk about later or What's next poppin'? pod. Um, let's say Jack Harlow has this new single called What's Poppin' and it's poppin'. Now, Which he does. if he doesn't sign, I'm assuming he signed it with a, a, a label. If he doesn't sign it with the label, can he get Tory, Wayne, and what was it, Little Baby? Can he get all three of them on that remix? Yeah, if it has, if the song itself has the outcome that it has, it has, and the mm. results it has, absolutely. Drake jumps on everything. Yeah, Drake jumps on everything. Under underground guy, right? right. Migos, Every Migos, fucking... uh, Black Boy, B, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but there there could be a deep relationship there, like. Those, mm. those relationships go way back and it's like now it's the Migos time. So through through friends in the industry, through labels, I think through a lot of things, it's like, yo, they got one now and we're about to push the shit out of them. We need you on the track. Here's whatever, 50 racks to get on this track and help them blow up. I think Drake just no, yeah. shit. No, that I, was off GP. Yeah. All these records, is, when, he just does it. Because that's, you gotta think about it. When Drake hopped on it, these records were already making a, a, a bubble, right? Black right. Boy uh, track was making mm-hmm. a bubble. Migos tracks was making, what was it Migos track that he jumped on? Um, Versace. Versace. They, it was making some noise. So mm-hmm. he's like, I fucks with this song. Yo, mm-hmm. let me get on the verse. Yeah. And it just took it. Just took that track I to think a whole it was other a level. Freestyle, really. And was it? They made I, it I don't remember. I could repeat but some words. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think. I think to answer your question again, Versace. I just I think if the track has the results that it's have without the label, yeah. like it's it's making noise. It's on. It's getting radio play. You know what I mean? It's getting spin in the club wherever across the board, and it's a pretty popular song. I think without a doubt, you can get major major artists on on a remix. Right. You know what I mean? Without a label, without having. Uh, a relationship with uh, or utilizing a, a label that has a relationship with these major artists. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in favor of these artists going independent and doing their own thing, but I do think there are some artists that need a label and they need to be structured like the prototypical, you know, artists that comes through a label system. Um, but I will say that moving forward, there the the way artists have to move is. And this is where it can get tricky. You have to build your relationships. Mm-hmm. You got to have the right people in your corner. Creatives, all they want to do is create. They don't want to send to me like, I got to go out and network. I got. I mean, yeah, they're pushed to do it regardless, but they just want to rap. They just want to make music. They just want to produce. So you you definitely need a team of some sort, your friends, people that believe in you, whatever, two, three people, whatever yeah. it is, 
that are smart enough to point you in the right direction. So you can just go, okay, cool. A manager, someone to just guide you to, you know, in the right direction. Um, and taking it back to DJs, um, yeah, I, I think, well, let's say Drake def definitely doesn't need an agency. A lot of these now. agencies, yes. a lot of these artists, big names don't need agencies. And moving forward, DJs don't need agencies. Uh, I, I mean, at least that's what I think because they, it's all about relationships. Like I was just talking, um, Karma said something on Twitter about booking cool people that are just, that are good DJs. And I agreed. I said, yeah, moving forward, that's the energy with these bookers. Do I know you? Are you cool? And are you solid? Let's work. They're not trying to book the overpaid douchebag that doesn't give two shits and literally can't sell a ticket on his own not or him. her own. <laughs> At them? Well, hold on. I get a list. <laughs> it's um, not that kind of podcast. He really does have a list, though. <laughs> <laughs> I keep a list of guys I don't like. What's of that, Billy DJs. Madison? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crossing them off the list. No, it's cool, man. It's cool. Good. DJ Bleep is cool. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, cool. it comes down to your relationships. It comes down to um, who you have in your corner. If you if it's just you and a manager and your manager knows the game, then you'll probably do all right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I agree. Agreed. It just comes down to the type of artist, right? Like, do they have that hustle? Not everybody likes that. Right. Some guys are antisocial. Right, you right, know? right. Roddy Rich probably needs somebody to like, Damn, run up most his of these, shows. Yeah. And then he doesn't he, want to deal with nobody. To his defense, you know, he's 21 years old. These young kids don't even know what to do or what yeah. how to interact with people. So they yeah. need someone in their corner. It just comes down to personalities, yeah. right? Like, can you have those difficult conversations or like when you have to uphold your brand? Like, I mean, I'm fucking, I don't know. When I'm talking to people about stuff, sometimes I'm too nice and like, I'm like, ah, like, all right, like, fine, you know, like, but sometimes you need that buffer, you know? Yeah. I, I always bring up the shop because that's really my main experiences <laughs> other yeah. than DJing right now. But 90% of the time, I always tell the staff, like, yo, the owner's not here because it's just easier for situations with, like, let's say celebrities or artists and they're going to go, oh, if I post, like, do I get a discount? And it's just like, pretend I don't, I don't exist because that's just the easier way to deal with it and they'll respect the company before they're going to try and like ask me personally and then if i say no then i disrespected them right like it's in mag parking shit right <laughs> essentially yeah and so you run that like fine line so you got to just like i don't know the one thing i think the agencies have leverage on is if you're an up-and-coming artist and you say hey you want to book you want to hit me up to book the chain smokers cool but you got to have this up and coming guy open. You got to give him X amount and he has to be a part of the chain smokers, op you know, tour as an opener or, or fine, fine. I'll book the chain smokers for a hundred thousand less, but I need you to let like five of these artists, producer DJs perform at every one of your venues or whatever, every one of your uh, festivals. Does that backfire on the, on someone like at the, on the agency or the label? If Chainsmoker goes, I don't want these guys opening for me because I don't, I don't vibe with them or I'm sure, I, don't, I don't like their music. I'm sure or, the agency would have that in their, like in their contract to, to know better than to like put something that would risk their high talent. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll keep it a buck with you. When, before I joined LMFAO, they had, uh, sleep no was it no it was sleeping it was mood swing had someone forced into open for them at their shows and when Red Food caught on 
he told Ian, he said, yo, tell him to stop doing that shit because right. this dude ain't delivering and he ain't the right guy for that slot. So Mood Swing had to oblige and take the guy out of the rotation. Mm. So I, I definitely think, because, you know, as a, as a headliner, you, you want to be set up right. But I do like the idea of, um, of all these guys going independent because it, it'll expose a lot of guys, especially the, the 10K EDM guys that have one hit and and you're expecting them to you know push a lot of tickets which is why you would book them and then you're going to realize these guys don't push tickets for shit right. and people are coming out regardless so it's like I was talking to Randy about that he's like yeah I don't pay for those dudes that that have a, a smash on Spotify one because there could have been a smash could have been because of the farming system to keep that song in rotation two you could have bought a lot of it there's like a, a handful of different things and three, when the last time I booked them, they didn't sell tickets. So why would I bring them out? Why would I pay them 10K and do that again? I'm in a position to say no to those guys because I have hundreds of DJs that will do a much better job at a, a significantly lower rate, but still give them a, a respectable amount. They're still winning, though, because they got that first gig. I think it, the decision of doing it another time is heavily skewed towards the fact that they didn't sell tickets more than it is about those other things because those other mm -hmm. things will still get you through the door. How you perform is what keeps you in the door. Exactly. It's yeah. like smashing a chicken. She dogs you and you like, well, I still smashed. Excellent example. DJ Rell is Yeah, so now I, you're talking, I, right? I think we're all on the same page that people just need to go independent and and have some have people in your corner that know what they're yeah. that know what they're doing. And, you know, if you plan on making a career of this, shit, man, read a book. Yeah. Figure this shit out for have yourself. People, have people so, in your circle read a book, too. Because, <laughs> you know, there people, artists, will sep artists and DJs will separate themselves from the rest when they can say, when they can tell the manager or the people in their corner, this is where you're doing wrong. This is what I know works. And now you're teaching them as they go so they can put you in the best place as they're being creative at the same time. Mm. Well said. Yeah. So, um, Rel, something floated across my feed, and I wanted to see if you wanted to play with me. Whoa. Pause. No, let's see where this goes. I'm interested. Somebody posted a battle between Puck and Biggie, a versus battle. Ooh, versus. Mm. You, being from New York and who has a favorite rapper by the name of Notorious B.I.G., B. being from the West Coast and... I'm 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 a Pac fan. I'm not <laughs> more of an Ice Cube fan, but you you like more you of a Cube fan. But you know I'm I'm I definitely respect Pac, and I. That's and like I, me. I prefer Jay, but I am a big fan. Yeah. There it is. So, I would like to know if you would like to go toe to toe with me in this versus battle of Pac and Biggie. Let's go now. Let's set the let's set the let's set the uh, parameters for this. Okay. Now, are we are we talking which song, which one was a hit? Or are we talking about yeah, which song is. we felt is better? I'd say it would have to be which song was more of a hit. Okay, so we're so those are the parameters, the parameters. That, that we're going with. Okay, is Mickey I, is Mickey I, I, the tiebreaker? Because if you guys you are you are Mickey can be the tiebreaker. Okay. 
So who's gonna be just spreading out my leverage, huh? Well, I, <laughs> okay, I mean, Mickey off, will be the time. Already knows. I, if we're talking about if Mickey we're talking wants about, to see me lose, so if oh, you wow. want to see me lose but, but, too, see, you know what I'm saying? You might have to make Erica the timebreaker because she doesn't know me well enough to want me to lose. But that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this easy because if you if you're talking about just hits, let's be real. Like Pac, Pac had more hits. Well, let's go through it. Let's let's go through it. Okay, I will do this in all honesty, Scout's honor. I will do my best when it comes down to two songs that are on the on you know the uh, what you call it on the in cusp. the middle, huh? On the cusp. On the cusp, yeah. Cusp. I will do my best. We to, can say to be we can say we can do this. Let's say fair. Let, we can say which song had the the bigger impact on the industry. Okay, we'll say that. Okay, and we're gonna go based on their lineup. We're not gonna have. Yeah, we're you not guys gonna mix them. In. Select right what you think. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not. This is. We're not choosing these songs. These right. songs were already we're not selected. Not getting paid enough for that kind of analysis yeah, on that. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, not yet. These songs were already yeah. selected. Get it right. All, All right, right. So round one: California Love versus Going Back to Cali. California Love, off rip. Okay, I, I love. Wait, that hold on. Let's keep count. Sean, keep count. Wait. Do something. Do, do something. <laughs> <laughs> and you play California Love anywhere. It's going off anywhere in this world. It's I, going I, off. I got well, what, song, what song do you like more? What song do I like more? I don't know. I, I, Let me tell you this. I can't say I like more, bro. We, with, we, without Pac, there's no going back to Cali. Ooh. Huh? Touche. Valid. He Fair. came ready Touché. for this. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, did. you did. You stretched out. He stretched out. out. He stretched out. out. He stretched out. out. He did. He took his warm up. But, but back to your California love <laughs> statement about you can play anywhere. I, I won't say exactly where because you can narrow this down. Somewhere on the East Coast, Someone played California Love and got pulled and was never brought back because people were looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you playing this shit? Yeah, no worries. Yeah. All right, we'll tell you after. Yeah. All right, round two. Dear Mama versus Miss You. Dear Mama. Dear Mama was the bigger song, yeah. If you're asking me what song I like better, I miss you. Shall I keep track? Yeah. 2-0. Hit him up versus Who Shot You. Who Shot You. Let's not even go there, bro. You know it. And, and the only reason why Who why? Shot You... Why? why? The only reason why Who Shot You was, was a better song because it wasn't a diss song. Yeah. It wasn't a diss song and everyone made it seem like it. Hit, hit him Up was made for a diss song. First like it was a... Res- <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> It was a response. It was a response to a song that wasn't a diss song. You know what I'm saying? So he took a song that wasn't. I, actually, I, I think "Who Shot You" was made before "Hit 'Em Up" came out. "Who Shot You" was made and produced before "Hit 'Em Up" came out, and everyone made it about. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard that. Regardless, I'm with "Who Shot You." All right, don't mm-hmm. go there. You're right. I I don't know for sure which one right, came right, out right, for right. one, but yeah. There's there's different stories. Yeah. There's your story and there's what I just said. All right, so two, two one. <laughs> this nigga. What? I'm saying there's two different stories to this. My story and then there's whatever I said. my story and then there's the No, I said it's your story and whatever I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mean it like there's my story and whatever I said, like like your story and shit. Okay, All right. so who shot you? 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. I get a round versus player anthem. Posse cut. I get a round. That's a tough that's one. That's a tough man. one, though, because player's anthem? That's the joint. That's a fuck. That's a hit, bro. That's a hit. I get around to hit and it did numbers. I, I get around is my favorite Tupac song. So, I mean, is that, it that, now? That, that, that's my favorite. I get around <laughs> my favorite Tupac song, so I can't like. I think those two balance each other out. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. If you really think about it, because those tie. again, again, we're talking about the impact they had on the industry. I go tie. Right? Uh, okay, I but think. there's there can be like ten ties. If we, if we're taking, just, if just we're talking little... hits. If we're talking hits, I get around one now. 
Okay. If we're talking hits, I get around. So we can give it to Pac if we're talking okay. hits. Okay. I get. I say three one, Pac. All right. Um, how do you want it versus only you remix? Only you. Only you. you. <laughs> only you. Keep your head up versus sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Wait, that was a four two. <sighs> keep. Look, man. Keep your head up was such a heavy song. Like oh, it's emotionally, three, it was a hit. It it spoke to the women. Three two right. At a time where four one they were feeling down. No, no, no. Biggie got two. He got who shot you and only you. And only you. Three two. Only Three, two. you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And now we're. And now if we're there on. should be a tie, it should be keep your head up and sky's the limit. All right. So we'll call that one a tie. All right. Um, I ain't mad at you. What's beef? Uh, I ain't mad at you. What's beef is fucking amazing. Wait. What did Damn, we do? But, we did. Uh, we did a tie. We did a tie for did sky's a tie the limit. Keep your head up. Okay. What's tie. beef is so fucking three, two, amazing. One. But again. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, Pac just died. Yeah, Shit I, was I buzzing hard. Yeah, it's just, it, it, we were talking about. Maybe he's still alive. Four, two, one. All right, ambitions as a rider, kick in the door. Kick in the door, bro. What? Are you, <sighs> no way, no way. Listen, ambition as a rider. Ambitions see, as a rider is I one see, of the hardest listen, beats and I, and I'm that gonna Pac tell you a ever quick story. on. I'm going to tell you a quick story. <laughs> I seen a nigga get run up that on. Shit they block. They blocked, these cats came through from another neighborhood, blocked the whole street off with their cars, got out the cars for one dude. It was 12 niggas and one dude, and they were all playing that same Pac song. Mm. This is in New York, bro. Mm. And they were playing that Tupac song. But yeah. I'm still going to give it to Kick Wait, in the Door. Wait, in sync? Like in each they other. were all playing in sync. Like, Ready, guys? Like they and play. They all played that. That's, that's and a one and like, a two. <laughs> I'm not even impressed that they were surrounding the person. I'm impressed that they were able to play the they song They all the got out the car. They had bats and shit. And they ran up to this. And they, it, they, the reason why I know is because they ran up to his girls, the, the kid that they were looking for, they ran up to his girl's house. And she lived next door to me. And I'm sitting outside like, oh, shit. It's like a movie scene. But Five, two, one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it. So Five, we just we decided that's just Pac. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Two of America's most more money, more problems. More money, uh, more, more problems. Money. Five, three, one. Me and my girlfriend. Me and my bitch. Look, man. Look, man. Me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Jay Z made a song off it. Of that's how strong it was. He didn't make a song about me and my bitch. He made a song about me and my girlfriend. Six, three, one. Picture me rolling, hypnotized, hypnotized. Hypnotize. Six, four, one. Temptations, notorious thugs, notorious thugs. Yep. Uh, against six five one, slow down, man. Okay, against all odds, juicy, juicy. Six six one. Yep. All eyes on me. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Six, wow, seven, really? Six, I didn't see you picking that one. Six seven one. I didn't see you picking that one. Okay. Look at the comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brenda's got a baby. I got. Oh, uh, yeah. I got a story to tell. Brenda. I love I, I got a story to like tell, Brenda's but look. has got a baby. That's a, that's a sad I just, song. I think, it's, you know what? In my not. opinion, those are just two, those songs don't <laughs> I got match. a joke for they don't, so, yeah, they don't match up well with each other. <laughs> just gonna stay but again, the impact in the, in the bigger <laughs> the bigger song would be Brenda, but yeah. I, I personally would pick I got a story to tell. So 771. <sighs> to live and die in LA versus Big Papa. Big, oh, Big Papa. Papa. 781. Yeah. So many tears, ten crack commandments. Ten crack commandments. No, I, I, so many tears. Ten that shit's too heavy. Oh, Look, man, Tupac ten. will put out songs that are so fucking heavy that no matter what they're up against, you you got to give them a third, fourth, and fifth look. Like that's just how heavy. This is one of those songs. Cry so many tears is one of those songs that it's it's just a heavy. The from the beat oh, to the no, lyrics. Man. Ten crack commandments. Ten crack commandments. I don't even. We don't even need to explain. All right. Ten, 10 crack. Seven nine one. I tried. Um, 
Me against the world versus warning. 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 Seven, um, ten, one. I got my mind made up. I love the dough. Um, I got my mind made up. I'll give you that one. I don't even know why they put Eight, those nine, two one. In. Hail Mary versus One Hail More Chance Mary. Remix. Hail Mary. One More Chance Remix, bro. Oh, Are you t- this is what it comes down to. This is what it comes down to. This is the darkest shit this man has Hail ever done. Because is, of this song, this, conspiracies were flying me, crazy. For me, I get around Hail Mary. Top two favorite pop songs of mine personally. If we're talking about the impact and we're talking about hits, you telling me Hail Mary. Yeah, Hail look, Mary. look, I, I like to think one more chance original had more of an impact than the remix. Now the remix was dope for us hip hop heads that just like the gutter shit and wear Timberlands and whatever. Numbers, no, well let Mickey let Mickey be the tiebreaker because you look say up it. the numbers, Mike. Wait. This is the darkest <laughs> shit any artist has ever put out. Hail Mary. Eight nine one. Okay, what you got? Let me see. I think I'm like eight nine one. That doesn't even make sense because this is number twenty. No, nah, yeah, I think I think uh I think Big already got ten. Come on, guys, you have one job. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Big got ten. Oh, so it's eight ten one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it doesn't matter. Just give it a puck. <laughs> right, fuck it. Puck. Nine I ten mean, one. Yeah. Big is still one. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, come on, man, when you put two of arguably two of the greatest MCs in, in our generation ever to live, you're going to get a close matchup. And you, you can't be mad at anyone saying either one of them won. Oh, I got popped. Okay, got so hold on, real tracks. quick. If you swap out me against the world for changes against warning, does that change anything mm. for you? Say that again. Me, wait. If you swap out me against the world because we gave it to warning. Yep. But if you swap out me against the world with changes, does that change the outcome? I, there are actually like three tracks I would swap out with Pour Out a Little Liquor when my homies call, which is like the first big Pac hit outside of Brenda. And holler if you hear me. That's a very much Above the rim. answer. <laughs> I mean, right. come on. That's a very much. I mean, again, we're talking, we're talking hits, Joe. No, those are hits. If, you're, you, drive, if you're driving are. around with a 15 inch Sirwin Vega in the back of your trunk, that's definitely what you're going to play. Yeah. But that's not like, I don't think that's the one that's going to sway. Holler if you hear me was a single. Okay. When the home, when my homies call was a single, I believe off the first album. Those are, I mean, at least when my homies call is a huge Pac single. Now, why you wouldn't have that? Even if they are just Joe songs, why would you have that over <laughs> oh, Temptations good. or Against All Odds? Or I got my mind made up. Like there's, three- I feel like there's not much you could have put it against Notorious. I'm talking simply off the competitive side. Yeah, of it. Not, I think not- changes. I think- I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I think changes holds holds. Uh- the changes was a global yeah, fucking think, smash, like yeah. big impact, yeah, it was. huge it was impact. Huge. I think it gives it a run. I think it gives Warning a run for its money. If it doesn't win, it definitely gives it a run for its money. Yeah, but, yeah. That's so right. I think it's a better song to put up against it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no. At first glance, I, I thought Biggie had the stronger list in this the comparison, and then going through it with you guys, I'm like, oh, Tupac actually. I, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, when, when we when we first started talking, when you guys when you guys brought it up, and I'm thinking, all right, if we talking hits, Pac got it. Mm-hmm. You can, like I said, at the end of the day, you can go anywhere. Like you know, we, we were talking about Drake a couple of pods ago. You can go anywhere in the world, and you go, you know who Tupac is? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know who Tupac. Still, hey, we, to this to day. this day, you can go in parts of the world, and people may not know who Biggie is. You know what I'm saying? Biggie was straight street shit. Like you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I, I wouldn't slide Biggie that. I like wouldn't that. say at all. Again, I'm not saying it like. But it's Pac just what, what Pac was like. This is why people, I think a lot of people think Pac is one of the best without even really knowing Pac's catalog 
it's because of of the uh, because of how outspoken he was because he was a very colorful individual. He was the first one, not the first. He was the second one to be so vocal and so just outlandish and and flamboyant about what he stood for, which translated with people that wanted to stand for something. So when he passes away, it's even uh, amplified. Whereas yeah. Piggy, Biggie was just like more in the in the cut, yeah, just killing it with whatever he had. Pac stood for something and made sure he was seen standing for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He put himself in that limelight. Every rapper from that point on took a page out of Pac's notebook. I agree, one. You know, and and made it their own. But that's that, that's it, why Pac is bigger than Biggie. Yeah, I don't think it's made, because of his music. But it made an impact on his music because of that. You know what I'm saying? You have to take that in consideration when you're making these judgments. You know, yeah. If you're saying hits, even the marketing behind all these songs were because of the activist that he was and and just the noise that he made as a person in this industry in this world. It still impacted his music. So that's what made his music so global. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Biggie didn't do that. So that's why I'm like, you can't. You can't compare it off of hits. If we're saying yeah. hits, I'm only give it to Pac because you could, like you guys said, you can trade a lot of those songs out that Pac, they chose for Pac and switch them out for songs. Changes is not even on there. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so what I'm, I'm gonna get at it. Was it wasn't like a perfect list, but it wasn't yeah, a bad. List. It wasn't bad at all. I, I but no, we're saying, bad. Just saying, we're saying for the hip hop scene, like Arab, blah, 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 I'm gonna give it to Biggie all day. But I'm gonna guess that the guys from the East Coast just saying. I'm going to just give it to me all day long. <laughs> you slide it in on changes? Like, come on, man. He's going to yeah. take off a jab right there. Yeah. We say all that, though, because we, I mean, those are our hypothetical ones, and there's yeah. some great hypothetical verses. But we do have a real verses coming up. Yeah, man. Mm. Mm. Listen. Yeah, it, it seems like um, Rick Ross division. is getting more love than Chains at Yo, this point. And, but... I, and, I, and I, am, I am disgusted by the disrespect that people are giving hey, to, to Chains. Yeah. Like, it, I am appalled. Mm. Like, for real. Like, I can't believe, again... I'm not saying that Ross is not going to win, but people are making it seem like it's going to be an easy win. Like, why did why did they even match to make this match up for Ross? And I'm like, wait, yeah, wait, what? Did y'all forget about Two Chains could play that True Religion tape front to back? <laughs> yeah, and it's over. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm with, I'm with Change on Chains on this. Um, I I don't know if he'll win, but. It comes down to how he plays his cards, you know. Like like Jadakiss was smart, so it comes down to how Jay, is this going to be a celebration or is he going to actually try and compete? What what I will say though, and I I didn't realize it until uh, right before they mentioned it on the JBP when we were watching DMX and Snoop. I'm like, this is really organized, and they had to have figured this out beforehand. Yeah, it's like they battled beforehand, said, all right, this is the verdict, this is what we're rolling with. And it was much smooth, smoother because you didn't see Snoop going, oh, oh, the battle cat play, play this. No, 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 do this instead. Mm-hmm. But you saw Fabulous going to the back and doing that. So it was smart for Swizz, Timbaland, whoever arranged it, have a battle before the battle. Let's figure out what we're going to play. And that'll be that'll make for a smoother transition. Um, I think from just the guys that care more prepare. Like the yeah. guys that don't, like, and who think they just got it. Like Jadakiss said, he was prepared. Like he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was ready. Yeah, yeah. Made I just, it happen. I think the the verses itself is just evolving. You know, you yeah, guys see yeah. it. Like they decided, all right, we're not going to do um, the IG from different places because of Wi Fi issues and all that. Right. So after the 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 Beanie Man and Bounty Killer one, right? Um, and they were in the same room. Right. 
they ran with that idea. They were like, right. yo, we're going to put them in the same room so we don't have no issues with audio or anything like that or, right. or Wi-Fi. And then, obviously, the Jada Kiss and Fabulous one, when, you know, what Joe spoke on, with the Fabulous being like, yo, uh, what's, yo, Booth, play a song. What you got coming up What you got coming up? You should know. Yeah, what are you picking for me? What you picking? What you want me to play, bro? Don't even tell to your DJ. Yeah, I'm here to just play the songs, not pick them. I'm not DJing right now. Like, I'm not getting the crowd preparation. Exactly. So, I think it's evolving. And like you said, when the Snoop and the DMX one came, they were like, all right, we're not having that. We're going to sit down. We're going to go through the list of songs that you guys want to play. And then that's it. Even if they didn't actually have an actual battle, they definitely planned planned out what songs that they wanted to play. And, and when it's planned out, you can just focus on celebrating, having a good time. Exactly. Like you didn't see anybody squirming. You didn't see anybody overthinking, what should I play next? It's like, I know Snoop's going to play that and I'm going to jam out to it. Like there's there's nothing else to think about. Yeah. I'm focused on just having fun. I'm, I don't have to be concerned about what my next five tracks are going to be. Yeah. Right. Man, so I, I think I think that's cool. I'm I'm curious. I can't wait to see. Um, I can't wait to see this one. It's gonna be a tie. What? Think so? tie. I I I think it's the closest matchup. Yeah, but that's just sure. me. I think for this sure. is closer than any of the match. I don't know much about Bounty Killer, uh, but I think this is the closest matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's this that is home crazy. With, this is home of two chains. I'm just saying it right here. This is we. I'm standing with him. <laughs> I stand with chains. We stand with Mickey. I love so. both of them. So I like I both of them. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I don't. Pick. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to choose. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. I, I just want to sit back and watch. This is I, one yeah, of those things exactly. where I don't yeah, want to be on Twitter. I just want to watch. I can't. But you know what I'm saying. Um, when we listen to JBP, they made some good points. Like you know, what is how? What is Two Chains going to respond when right. Ross plays like Dice Pineapples or? Ashton Martin. Music yeah, I, I want to be surprised. Like I don't want to try and figure yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not. You know what I mean. So I'm curious, but I know Chains has got shit that I'm not even thinking about. You know, for what sure. I'm that's like, how it always is, right? Yeah, we all exactly. had that. I'm one. like, damn, I forgot about this shit. So I'm ready, man. And we apologize to the listeners if you're hearing this cricket on steroids. Um, he's a oh yeah, there's a cr- yeah. <laughs> it's not the uh, smoke detector. I'm pretty sure they're having sex. It sounds like uh, two of them. They're gonna say, you guys, won't you, you guys, tent? Won't you tent your building? You guys heard that um, they're thinking about going to. The, Going back and doing producers again, um, or doing another one for um, producers, and they're talking about doing uh, Mike Wilmade and DJ Mustard. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd I be think fun. I think I, I think we said that when we um, when we talked about which ones we would like to see. I think that was a matchup we said. Yeah. That was a good matchup um, for sure. That would definitely be a, a a great matchup. That would shake things up like this morning, huh, bro? That earthquake, Yo. fam. <laughs> Guys, can we just bring that up for two seconds? Guys. Living in LA, bro. Guys, <laughs> first of all, Joe, did your heart we got, we got we got oh, Erica Faye in the oh, building, okay. right? This was her, you know. They hey, recently, welcome to LA, by the way. This was her first earthquake. This was her first earthquake. You know what I'm saying? Erica, can you step to the mic, please? Can you please tell us, as someone that's only lived in LA for like three months, can you tell us what this experience was like for you? I was Where is so this terrified. Huh? I was so terrified, like literally dying. Almost. You you okay? What did what happened? You woke up from the shaking. Yeah, I was like half asleep. What did Sean do? <laughs> we gonna see what kind of man Sean is. What did Sean do? Did Sean, did Sean run to the closet and stand in between the doorway? Sean Sean wants to go grab his shoes and walk out. He said, "I know what I gotta do. I gotta get to a doorway. Maybe get yourself. I gotta get to the bathroom. Instead, put the mask over your face and help others out there." Elementary school. They told us to get under the desk. I went straight to our desk and started hiding. Okay, well, what, what did Sean do? No, he was, I like grabbed him immediately and I was like, uh-huh. babe. And he was like, what? What the fuck was that? And that was it. 
You just went straight to sleep. I was like, hey, we have to get rid of the insurance. You're like, man, I'm, this is what I'm here for. Oh it's normal for us. Right, right, right. right yeah. and, and how long did it take you to go back to sleep? Like, were your heart pounding? Yeah, you didn't know I what just like, happened? Yeah, I was like, full panic. Because there was aftershock. It was like, it was eight aftershock. Yeah, 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 it was like, we felt too, like, yeah. three times. Like, I was... And then there was another one, like, at 6 a.m. Yeah, no, I was wondering, like, is this normal? Does this always happen here? Or, like... Oh my gosh, I want to move. Erica put together a whole outfit oh, just in case she got to get out of here. <laughs> no, but I feel like it's like a normal thing because he wasn't even like scared. He like barely woke up. Huh? Yeah. It wasn't too bad, you know? Because it was close yeah. to y'all. Yeah, no, yeah. Pacoima. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Pacoima. Jay Rose woke up like, what the fuck? I said, we were looking over here. We have a glass pitcher that sits on our um, on the top of our refrigerator and it fell over and it shattered all over our kitchen. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. And it was it was the uh, it was the it was the aftershock. So the you guys aftershock had casualties. So we, she was like, hey, all you heard was, she's like, babe, what was that? I said it was probably one of the wine glasses in the sink or something. I did not get, we did not get up to go look at it. Yeah. That shit sat until we woke up. Tell you what, we did do is jump on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yo, Twitter was yo, popping. Yo, Twitter. I said, <laughs> 4.30 in the morning. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Let me check Twitter real quick. Right. That's what I did too. <laughs> we checked Twitter. When I saw it, I was like, Shh. Twitter's the news. Yeah. I go to Twitter before well, I go to CNN. let me tell you something. I went on ABC7, whatever, like the local station's website, and it was just a bunch of COVID shit. Like, yeah, no, see, I'm going to that's Twitter. That's your problem. You got to go to Twitter. Yeah, going to Twitter, check hey, out the training Ain't nobody topics. awake at 4.30 reporting hey, shit. Northridge 94 earthquake slept through it. No way. Well, you were like six. Yeah. I was old enough to I, be like... That okay. Let me let me give you a, a, an incredible comparison. Okay, you're a DJ, right? <laughs> okay, have you ever had the music go out while you're DJing? Yeah. Okay, thirty seconds feels like a lifetime, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what the Northridge earthquake felt like. I don't. I forgot how long it was, but if it was thirty seconds, it was like it was never gonna end. And then and then there was like a ton of aftershocks that were just as hard as last night's earthquake. After the you know after the the big one, and so that, I think the Northridge earthquake was like six, seven point. It was they said they marked it at seven point two, but rumor is it was significantly higher than that, and they marked it at seven point two because oh, insurance true. companies oh, yeah. weren't gonna cover if it was uh, lower than whatever the number was. So seven point two, and if I'm an insurance company, I, I'm not gonna cover you. Chimneys were cracked, like houses were fucked up. The 118 freeway cl- not collapsed, but there was like a big gap. No, there was a lot that a got, lot of yeah that, that fell apart. And where where Mickey and I grew up, we're like a mile or two from the no- yeah. from Northridge. Tops. So yeah, that one was bananas. But let me let me tell you my experience. Please. Last night, <laughs> shit starts shaking. Sam wakes up, screams, "Oh my god!" I immediately throw my arm around Sam and I and so we have the slide doors. We got the pocket doors. You put her in the headlock. <laughs> Get to, come on. Cool. Oh, she died Be in the cool. quake. <laughs> I got the I got the pocket doors, so when it shakes, they rattle mm. like crazy. Oh yeah. And yeah. The, the dogs are barking at the doors because I don't know if they realize like the ground is shaking. No, they, they're definitely they're barking <laughs> at the fucking floor, man. No, they're barking. <laughs> they're looking at the doors and barking at the doors because it's making noise they've never heard before. It's, that's my. That's the way. I, I yeah, our dogs bark too when the shit went off. So, so, um, so I'm trying to, as as you know, it it You're happens. Like life. my heart was my heart was kind of racing, and then I'm just trying to figure out because I've been through these types of aftershocks and earthquakes at our 4.0s or whatever. And, and the next, you know, in the morning, 
uh, a second one hits and I immediately throw my arm around her, but she's sleeping. And, and I, because I touched her, she wakes up like, what's going on? And then that one was shorter, right? So then I wake up and I'm going through my morning process and I'm starting to realize it was Sam yelling out, oh my God, that startled me more than the earthquake. <laughs> because the way she screamed, it was like there was a shooter What's in the room. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was Look, to, to this day, if there's an 18 wheeler that drives by my house, I pause. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what we that's what I thought it was at first. I was like, it's just right. a truck. I was like, no, nah, it's right. 4 30 in the morning. Ain't no truck driving past us right now. Nah, yeah. nah, it's a small street. But it it, cres- it crescendoed, you know what I mean? It like it's yeah, you it's like it's coming from from far away right, and then it just right. gets louder and man. that's a traumatizing thing, man. Yo, man, crazy. the whole house was rocking. I was yeah. like that was crazy. Hey, in 94, we, we didn't have to go to school for a week. Remember that? Yeah. Well, we're we, we from the East Coast, man. We got snow days, man. <laughs> I slept in the Mercedes, my dad's Mercedes for 48 hours. Fucking... Yeah, we went to the car, too. Yeah, well. Well, man. Twitter was cracking. That was fun. I was just like, man, well, 2020, man. Can't get, no, right back can't get no worse. At least you guys had company. I was just sitting there looking like, hmm. <laughs> Not throwing underwear on. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I, I went out and checked everything, made sure nothing fell. I went to my studio, put my laptop in my bag, zipped it up. <laughs> and I was like, I ain't leaving this shit out. I don't need anything to fall on it. That's right. I said, check the laptops. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> where Absolutely. I threw that shit our, in my book. We in left my our laptops sitting on because we just streamed that night. So oh, our yeah, laptops right. were still sitting on laptop stands. And I was like, oh, shit. Nah. I hope the laptops land. The Wait, laptops didn't fall over. What time did you stop streaming? Like, when? like at 1 a.m.? Yeah. Three hours later, bro. Like literally, we yeah, probably fell asleep sleep. like around two. Yeah, I didn't go to sleep till like three fifty. So like, I slept thirty minutes, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, the we. I woke up. Fuck I was like, "Why you on? woke up?" Yeah. I was like, what the? Oh fuck? my god. And then I didn't know if I wanted to go back to sleep. I was like, "Should I be ready for something?" Yeah, it definitely. It took it took a little minute to get back to sleep, but then we went back to sleep, and then we felt that second one that happened in like six a.m. Well, well, that's the thing. Like for those that have never experienced an earthquake, if you can imagine, there's nothing you can do. So it's like, do I go to sleep? <laughs> like, well, what are you gonna thing. do? You gonna stay up and hold the house up? Yeah. You know what I mean? But but you want to be like, you want to be able to <laughs> apply yourself to, to your house because. Sam's mom just asked me like two weeks ago, do you have earthquake insurance? I'm like, no. That's why I just, I, I, I asked Jay Rose that. I, said, I woke up and I said, you know, we were making our coffee and shit. I said, babe, does our insurance cover earthquakes? And she was like, it damn sure it don't. I was like, motherfucking. I was like, yo, it California is. be getting you, man. Yeah. But if there was, but then it's like, it would probably pay off if there was ever an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Well, but the good thing about these, for those that don't know, the good thing about these little earthquakes and aftershocks is it takes pressure off the plates. Mm-hmm. So when that quote unquote big one ever comes, it won't be as bad. It'll. Yeah. But you know, not too long ago, we had like a rolling earthquake. Do you remember that? It was right. like four, three, four months ago. Yeah. It was rolling. So it's crazy how different they are. Yeah. This one felt jagged as fuck. How, what, was, what was the magnitude of this one? Like 4.2? 4. 4. 4. Something like that. Yeah. But it felt like a. It felt heavy. It, it felt like a five plus. That's easily, the heaviest yeah. I felt it living in that house. I've lived there for six years. That's the heaviest I felt it. Yeah. There was one in 2014 that was really, I remember because I literally just moved here and it was like, we had a chandelier in the house and it was like shaking and shit. And yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Welcome, anyway. to, Anyways, welcome to Los Angeles. I, I will say this. I will take an earthquake over a guaranteed fucking tsunami. A oh, yeah. hurricane, a tornado, a, tornado, a, tornado, a snowstorm, a twist. Uh, it's a twister. <laughs> all that shit. I will roll the dice and take my chances on an earthquake. 
Yo, do yourself a favor. Go watch Jerry Sinatra's post. He was streaming. Yo, I was watching that shit, Wait. yo. He was like, <laughs> he was streaming. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's an earthquake. Dre is, is such a mellow, yo, dude. composed dude. Like, he's so chill, right? But, yo, watching him, watching him kind of, like, gather everything, like... It was almost like he was like holding his laptop and he was just like, oh shit, y'all felt that as an earthquake. But he was still mad, cool, like calm about it. And I'm Mother like, Nature was like, I'll give you a movie, Dre. Yeah, hey, right. man. <laughs> Movies. I'm sick. I'm sick. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Speaking of shaking up, shaking things up, Rel, I got a question for you. You know, you guys, I got a question for everybody. Strong transition. Who's that? Who's that fall here? Jack Carlo or Lou Williams? Explain the story. Story is Lou Williams went to supposedly went to a strip club to get some chicken wings, and he um, Jack not Harlow, any chicken wing, right? What, what was his name? Magic, Magic, Magic City, City chicken wings. Um, I guess shout out to Magic City. Mm. <laughs> we got people. Down there. Those are the ones. <laughs> any girls? Anybody? I've yeah. never been. Um, so good Yelp reviews. So uh, <laughs> Lou Lou Williams apparently allegedly stepped foot in there, hung out for a bit. Jack Harlow screenshot took a picture. Of them two there saying, you'll never guess where we're at. Posted it, immediately took it down, said it was an old picture. And, Lou, and then I guess evidence started coming out that Lou Williams was actually there during the quarantine. Yeah. He was at, he went out to Atlanta for a funeral, ended up at a strip club, which is the normal Because story. he was wearing a mask that Because the NBA he was wearing a mask that the NBA gave to him while quarantining. That's not fucking smart. So who is at fault? Lou Williams for stepping out and breaking the rules? Both of those fools are at fault. Lou shouldn't even been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I get it. If you were attending, like, I again, I don't know the, we don't know the details of the story. Like, how, how do we know that this wasn't something that, you know, you, we, he was attending a funeral, right? Right. How you know what if the he funeral wasn't... was at a strip club? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it was at a strip club. I'm saying if he didn't go there with family members, like he didn't yeah. see family members in a minute. He was like, you know, I got another. I still got a night out. I'll go hang out somewhere with my family members and go chill. We went to a strip club, whatever, yeah. you know. In guy world, that's harmless. Like, all right, let's go to a strip club. Fuck it, you know. What I mean, we've been to strip clubs with Mike. Yeah. Um, and you got to give it to Jack. I mean, Jack Harlow. What the fuck you? Why? First of all, why are you taking pictures of this nigga in the strip club? You can tell he's brand new at this. Brand new? What are you doing? Yeah. You D'Angelo Russell and motherfucker. <laughs> hey, and then you post the picture? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, yeah. There's got there's there's etiquette when you're around celebrities. When you're around this guy stars. cold, bro. It's not this guy cold, and there's etiquette, especially during a quarantine. Like people are dying from a disease. You know what I mean? And you got to keep in mind that. It wouldn't be in anybody's best interest to post a picture. Dumbass. Like you got to read the room. Read the room. That, it ain't the time for all See, that. See, I shit. don't think. It's... See, go ahead, Mike. Mickey, Mickey wants to defend. Lou. I'm not defending. I'm just saying. Well, first, first of all, Lou was out of the bubble because he was going to a funeral. Exactly. And then he decided to go eat at a, a venue <laughs> with a, a high, restaurant with, the, a, with restaurant. The, a, a high Yelp review and an A health grade. So. What okay? First of all, would he have been scrutinized if he had went to go eat chicken wings somewhere else? Yep. You think he still would have gotten? Were they photographed without their yeah. mask at all? I think they have a case if they wanted to make a big deal about because you are supposed to go from A so to B. He could have gone to Waffle to... House, and you think he still would have been suspended? Or I mean, he would have. I mean, during the rules, yes, you have to quarantine. But I'm saying, do you think they would have made such a big deal if he was photographed at Waffle House? 
out of the bubble. No, absolutely. We already know that. No. They wouldn't have made a big deal, but if they wanted to still put that suspension on, because again, there's a disease out there, I wouldn't be mad at that suspension. Sure. Because he has to quarantine now. If this there was no disease out there, I mean, but he, he, he slot 10 if that's gate, the case, 10, why that's, why that's why wrong. let him out to go to the funeral in the first place? The man's got to eat. You know what I'm saying? You can say the same thing. He was at a funeral with gatherers, of, you know, a, a large amount of people. Yeah, and you don't know where those people. You don't are. know where those people are. So why let him go? You know what I'm saying? So it, I just think the NBA felt like they were shitted on for this because all right, we we let you go to a funeral, and you took advantage of and it. And you took advantage of us. <laughs> so this is. I mean, niggas are going to nig. I mean, where do people go more sometimes? <laughs> no, last night you said you. When I said when I said I was defending, uh, I was asking um, why is Lou Lou Williams out? You said, "Oh, you're gonna be that guy." Defend yourself. Yeah, <laughs> defend yourself. What do you mean? React. You're on. You're on the side of of Jack of, of Jack in this. Well, I think Jack did it for promo. Sure. That that's just. But that's but, but, the side profile. You you're saying. He did something like he dry snitched in a sense, like without trying. But I think he did it for promo. I think it's marketing. Yeah. Like they're buddies. That doesn't it's mean marketing. it's like, it's okay. I'm, yo, where he wants to go eat, he could go eat there. Yeah. I don't think it matters where he goes to eat. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like if he was photographed or whatever, like I'm saying, the NBA reacted the way they did because of the establishment, specifically the establishment. But Again, I don't think lose that fault. Yeah, sure, you can pull the whole he has a responsibility and this and that. But like, yo, like they're stuck in this bubble. Like he's gonna go, you know, somebody's hiding some, somebody's sneaking some girl into the bubble. Yeah, absolutely. We 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 know that. We're aware of that. You think all them NBA players are gonna go that many days without ejaculating? All I know is what's right and what's wrong. Listen, people are dying. You shouldn't put yourself in that position, especially when you have hundreds of players that are doing the same thing and doing their best to stay. I'm not saying they're all innocent, but as far as we know, they're all doing the right thing and staying away from people and just sitting in the bubble and twiddling their fingers around. That's what you see. Right. I can only speak on what I know until all that shit comes out. Yeah, Lou is stupid because he got caught. Yeah. That's the thing about it. It's the same thing with men cheating. You stupid because you got caught. The next, the Netflix doc, The Bubble, 20 years from now. That's like if if uh, D one colleges Shit, five years. It, it's like and see D one colleges. They you know damn well they're all you know Duke's paying these these guys and this this yeah that's the top what I five team is paying early. this like they're all they're all paying them but all we know is is who's getting caught. Sure they're they're all capable of of doing some stupid shit, but as far as we know these are the guys that are getting caught or that are that are a little bit more sloppier than the others. Who cares? So you got to do what you got to do with them. Yeah, make sure to go watch the scheme. If you're the college basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, man. I mean... You haven't seen that? No. To end it it all, man, I think they both got to take responsibility. I think Jack got to take... Jack got to take a little bit more fault than than Lou, but... You can tell Jack from the suburbs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Isn't he Jewish? Probably, man. Curly hair, motherfucker. And then he wears a Lou Williams jersey, like, after it. Hey, I stand with that. That's genius. I mean, if he if he if trolling he, at if his he finest. It, if he did it for marketing, if he did it for promo or whatever, it's 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 dumb and, and good at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, well, we all know he passed that bitch like stocked. <laughs> all right, um, are we done here? I think yeah, we're, done we're done here. We're done here. All right, um, we'll save things, some things for later next week. Yeah, shout out to the Dodgers. Shout out to Joe Kelly. 
Free Joe Kelly. Free Joe Kelly. Man. Um, oh, I got one more, one more thing to say about that. I see Astro fans. I see Astro fans. And this is the this is for our base our oh, baseball, sports, baseball our sports. Yeah, this is for our sports yeah. listeners out there. I see Astro fans getting bitter about all the hate directed towards the Astros. For what? You gotta understand. They deserve that shit. <laughs> you got this big L coming for another six fifty plus games. You gotta sit here and take this take shit. Take that shit. You can't be mad at anybody. You can't you, at this, you sound privileged if you're getting upset. You sound like a weenie. Yeah, Playboy. You got a weenie. Playboy. You you gotta sit here and take these L's. You can't be upset at anybody talking shit and and you you just gotta sit and take it. If the Dodger, if the tables were turned, I'd say, you know what? Do what you gotta do to the Dodgers. I get it. These motherfuckers deserve it. They deserve it. I'm a fan, but hopefully they get hopefully they're smarter in the future. And like what what are you gonna do when, when the Yankees come out? When when the evidence on them comes out about stealing signs, it's oh, coming out soon. What are you gonna do? We gotta take the L. We gotta take those L's. Take it, those lumps. Keep yeah. it moving. And we gonna take these championships with us. That's it. That's all you can Shit. do. Shit, <laughs> we give a fuck. <laughs> like, let's go. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's still you... wearing the ring. Twenty-seven <laughs> rings. <laughs> Kiss the rings, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. All, Dodgers. all right. Um. Globalization mixes. We just had Raffi Pryor. Raffi Pryor. Miami, Philly, uh, Rockwell Entertainment. Shout out to him and all those people out there. And up next, we got Jenna Red. Yeah. LA in the house. She spent a little time in New York. Wait, no, Raffi thing. Pryor's tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. This oh, is for oh. next week. Oh, did I just do that again? Do it again. No, no. Who, who did we have last the week before? We just had Jason. We just Wise. had Jason Wise. Yes. We got we, okay. We, we did Raffi, Jason Wise. We did Raffy already. That's right. You know, if you, if you if you listen this deep, you know Jenna Red got a mix coming out. Okay, sure. Now, but yeah. shout so out to Jason is, Wise. Yeah, shout out to Jason Wise. <laughs> oh, 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 I, um, I will say that Hefe was listening to uh, his mix and he gave raving reviews. So shout out to him. There you go. And um, shout out to Double Down again, of course. Of course. New Kids on the Block. Make sure you listen to them at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, I'll catch the replay. Where's the replay? Uh, on Friday. But you know, you know, it's actually though what I've been utilizing in the globalization app is you can go back up to five hours and listen to whatever you miss. Right. Oh, dope. You can't skim within the hour you go back on, but sure. you can go back an hour. Oh, okay. Or That's whatever. Up Don't to you five. got a mix coming up with those guys? Yeah. Uh, well, when this airs, it'll already be out. All right. So well, yeah, if I'm you, sure if you haven't be, heard it, go back and listen to it. Yeah, I'm sure it's on. It'll be on Double Down SoundCloud. Sack Noel, myself. Um, and up next, we have Rafi Pryor. I just gave his resume, so shout out to him. And we are done here. Are we? Oh yeah, we're done. We're done. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, we didn't announce a winner. Yeah. Or did we pick one? Did we, we pick one? Can we just pick one now? We could pick one. Yeah. Check. Check the. Are we just randomly picking one? Randomly picking. How many pick did we get? I'm just uh, we got a couple. And they were just supposed to... <laughs> say more than a couple, bro. It makes us look bad. And they were just supposed to... Uh, just had 100 to however many we got. Yeah. I know, right? They were just supposed to repost it, right? Yeah. yeah. Just and shout out to all those guys that were listening that knew what the deal was. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yep, 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 if yep. you reposted um, the episode, you were thrown in a raffle to win $75 worth of merch from Mag Park. Shout out to uh, Mickey War. For supplying the merch, the Mag Park merch. It's like one T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> one T-shirt for seventy-five. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. For resale, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for resale purposes. <laughs>
Yeah, we uh, we got we got we got a nice amount. We got a yeah, nice amount. just yeah, just here. Nice let amount. me let me um let me just put my finger on your phone and whatever. Hey, yo, pause, man. See, when did you refer your phone as right, anything right disgusting? Okay, this one is Alfredo Garcia. Hey, Alfredo at, Garcia at DJ. Let me, let me see if I'm spelling the right. M I T I C H E. M I T. Yep. C-H. I don't want to fuck up nobody's name, so. Well, Alfredo, you know. congratulations. Metiche, that's a nosy. Is it? <laughs> that's, yeah, oh. in Spanish. Metiche? Yeah. Metiche. I thought it was um something else. It's not Metiche. A, oh. uh, no, not Cochino. It's um, Chismoso, isn't it? No, that's gossip. Oh, are they going hand in hand? It is. Yeah. Metiche. Right. I thought you were going to say like he teaches. <laughs> No, me teach, uh, you know. <laughs> what do you teach? <laughs> what do you teach, Alfredo? Alfredo, DJ Matiche. Um, DJ Matiche. Yeah, he, he was, right. he, believe it or not, that's funny. He was like one of the first ones to repost it, too. Oh, shit. Joe got a long finger. You know what? Laws of attraction worked in his favor, man. It was meant to be. Yeah, it did. Um, there you go. All right. And, um, and Mickey did say on the last episode that maybe we'll get to uh, raffling off some shoes. Yeah, one day. One day, one day. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not this episode. Stay tuned. Okay, yeah. So make sure you guys stay locked in for a free pair of shoes, if anything. All right, we're out of here. Are we shaking? See, it's it's. No nah, man, this is. I'm allowed to say you got vertigo or some shit. <laughs> Adam, you doing jumping jacks? Wow. Oh, that's fucked up. I said I fell off the bed this morning. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Yeah, he did really? say that. I tweeted that. <laughs> he did say that. I said, my bad. I rolled out the bed and fell. Uh, I like, wait, I thought you were serious. Like, wait, you did not just roll out the bed from an earthquake. <laughs> it was not that strong, Mickey. Oh God. <laughs> Tuck and roll. <laughs> roll bit. All right. We're out of here. Wale suite was the best. What what was his he tweet? goes, my house was like, and then put a gif of a guy in Harlem shaking. <laughs> Yeah, that's an earthquake. <laughs> if, if you if you don't know what an earthquake feels like, just Harlem Shake. Yo, some of those tweets this morning were amazing. Yeah. All right. <laughs>